A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chanu. And today, I almost was waiting for her to introduce herself because it oh, felt so natural that she was here. No, I was like, okay, yeah. And, <laughs> but that's never how we do that with guests. I feel like I've just listened to you on the Astrology podcast. So you just feel very much in my orbit right now. But our special guest today, past guest, astrologer, author, host of the Stars on Fire podcast, Mecca Woods, everybody. Hey, 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 everyone. Happy to be here. Uh, happy fourth birthday to you guys, too. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. To come back and, and uh, yes. Yeah, pre-pandemic times was when we last chatted. We were chatting a little bit off, off pod, but yeah, just a different universe ago. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was. <laughs> what has been, I mean, what has been, what's been in your world since? I mean, we, we have a 
you'll see from the title of this episode, y'all, but we have a specific topic here, but like, what have, what's been cooking in your world, Mecca? Um, mostly it's been more behind the scenes stuff, um, which is kind of what led me to what we're talking about today in terms of ethics and astrology. Um, I just decided that I wanted to kind of take a step back from doing a lot of front and center stuff and, and kind of focus a little bit more on behind the scenes stuff and also kind of looking at ways that I could support the astrology community um with you know the the gifts or the talents that I have which I think is very Aquarius moon <laughs> for me right now um as I am Aquarius moon and you know having Saturn in Aquarius right now is kind of all all about the community stuff so yeah oh I love that uh, yeah can you remind us again your your SMR your big three yes I am a Sagittarius sun a Leo rising and a Aquarius moon Great. And also, um, just because it's on brand for the ethicalness, SMR as coined by friend of the pod, Kira Taborn. So because we cite references, (laughs) except when we um, forget and we went, uh, I can't remember that, but it's probably somewhere on this uh, third page of Google. But here again, comedy podcast in the building. uh, So with grace, we proceed. <laughs> I do feel like, and this may not be technically ethical, but I do feel like if you go like, um, I don't remember where I read that, that is still a citation of sorts. It's not like giving credit to the source, <laughs> but you are showing yourself to have- That you didn't not, make it up. Yes, that you did not generate that thought. That's obviously something you read and you sound dumb. So like, I do feel like it's implied, implied citation. Is that- Actually, I was just reading the ethics of counseling and one of them is a commitment to the truth. So I think that that actually is very ethical to say, hey, I may not be quoting this exactly correctly because I don't know where it came from. But if you want to do some research on your own time and find it, feel free to correct me. I feel like that's the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I do it all the time. There's just too much stuff sometimes to remember. And yeah. I'm constantly like being like, yeah, so I heard from <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. I it's have, like, oh, what, I have what to ask, oh, go on. <laughs> how has it been being behind the scenes and having a Leo rising? How is that feeling, especially with your moon in opposition? Um, that's, fu- that's interesting that you say, I feel like, um, it's been, it actually has been okay because actually I just finished uh, an eighth house perfection year. Um, so being in the eighth house, I was just very much like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> and then Saturn <laughs> being in my seventh just added to that, uh, that sentiment too. So I feel like the only, I think the only, the only like um, issues that I've had being and being a Leo rising is like, trying to figure out my pandemic style (laughs) like what is what is my pandemic style right now you know like I was just trying to figure what the hell do I look like these days what am I wearing these days oh literal literal fashion style literally yes literally that has been my my big dilemma right now because I have Saturn opposing the ascendant Mm -hmm. and um and also my Mars and Leo so I just been kind of feeling like not as sexy as I usually feel or, you know what I mean, as fiery. And then with the Neptune square, it's just been kind of like, who am I? Where am I? <laughs> what is reality? You know, those kinds of 
situation so yeah i'm gonna yes. go out on a limb and say pandemics not very sexy just not in general <laughs> right <laughs> right right exactly like, plague plague isn't sexy so i get it <laughs> yeah it's what what does one grace themselves de- deck themselves with when when moving through the plague uh you know and it well it was athlete we all like agreed on investing in athleisure in the beginning and now i think we i have it's just so much. And I feel like we talked about this recently too, of just opening your closet and seeing just the year 2018 slash 19 is shocking where it's just like, oh, wow, that was some time, like time has passed. Uh, I'm seeing it in, in style. This looks like an old, an older decade of time. I'm curious, like with, cause you've mentioned this with the square to Neptune, you know, if you listen to the pod squares, right. Is that like pressure angle Neptune can be like what it like what, when you say squared Neptune how is that maybe besides maybe being behind the scenes has that shown up in other ways in your life too besides I guess getting ready <laughs> for the for the day which uh which I'm loving your ACDC tank top did notice oh, yeah. that yeah, did clock thank that you. thank you <laughs> um how's it shown up and I think I think it's helped me to trust my intuition a little bit more um I have a Mercury and Capricorn uh which is in a neutral reception to my Saturn. And I find that, you know, I can have a lot of like very linear sort of like, like, does this make sense? Is it practical kind of thinking? But I think with the Neptune square, it's allowed me to kind of trust my first instinct a little bit more, like that little voice a little bit more as opposed to like trying to rationalize things. Um, And I've been finding that that's been helping me a lot just in terms of like, you know, first impressions of, of something or just like a hunch. Um, my dreams have also been really super active lately as well. So that's been interesting too. So there, there's there been some good things coming out of the Neptune Square. Well, I like that as that reminder of sometimes you just know <laughs> and to mm-hmm. like that, that gut instinct sometimes being just the, it, I guess like, like just boiling it down to just like, well, it's just my feeling about something is very like, well, that's, that's some information there or my, or if, how you knee jerk respond to something while it might not be your end result or end response is still something to take, take note of and, and work with. Right. Well, I yeah. think that that also is like one of the most helpful things to develop at a time when we are all so unclear about what the fucking rules are. Mm, and yes. everybody's up for is you know debating on like what information you can believe and what you can't and all of that and I feel like your intuition your that small quiet voice that only you can hear it is like important to uh you know beef that up when what is anything you know what I mean and I think that that also plays into I feel a similar thing about pandemic and, and inter-pandemic style to that it is this thing of like, I think dressing yourself is also a way of asserting kind of the rules of a situation or like a, a showing that you came, you followed the, you understood the assignment, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think again, like everybody's priorities about things are so wildly different um, because everyone's just like coming out that it's like, you don't know how to like, you're like, who's, what rules do we follow here? <laughs> You know? And what can I control? And like, you know, cause it's almost even like, I mean, place by place, you know, depending on if you leave your County or your city, like things change drastically. I mean, I, 
I know there's a county that's not far from Los Angeles County where I walked into a bar wearing a mask. Like, you know, I assume most people probably do when they enter a space just because like, you don't really know. And they were like, Hey, take that mask off. Oh boy. And I was like, Oh, this isn't a place for me. Like I get it. You know, like I'm not going to hang out here. Um, but that exists too. So it's like, even like, I don't know. And it's not far away, you know, it's just very strange. Well, it's like, I had this, I went to a monster truck rally <laughs> or early. <laughs> was it earlier this week? Last week? What is time? Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend like, wow, we are children at our core, you know, just being seen. I think jackass four and monster trucks confirmed like, oh yes, flipping and hitting and bashing into things is pretty it's just entertaining. It's just pure, simplified brain pleasure. But the new rules, just to get back, like on this rule kick, Lisa, where I had like a reverse sense of self all of a sudden was in, because it was also in a different county than I live in, was, oh, if you're vaccinated, take that freaking mask off. And if you're not vaccinated, keep it on. So then I had that as a vaccinated person. I was like, wait, shit. Now I'm looking like, the unvaccinated person because it's recommended they wear it. And I think, I don't know if anyone is actually doing any of this, but it was like, or is this reverse psychology? But I guess it's just the, I just felt like a flip of identity all of a sudden of like, well, I don't want to look like the person that's not vaccinated. Cause I am a lot of complex feelings, a lot of complex feelings at the monster truck rally. Uh, and also my- I feel like with your hit, hitting and flipping and kicking, it was like the Aries moon really just kind of popped out just a little bit when you were like, that is entertaining jackass four and monster. Traffic. I mean, I was, I'm ready to compete was really what, like what I was seeing. Aries moon. I was like, I think I could do this. I do love that jackass is back because I do think people like that outlet of like, I don't know, just physical silliness, but also uh, like, let's not have that in our real life. Let's save that for monster truck rallies, not like, uh, I don't know, capital insurrections or whatever. I feel like it's also the, like things are so, yeah. Right, the energy needs an outlet to go. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's very clear right now that people really want to like kick and scream and break shit, you know? Let's uh, put it on the screens, you know, speaking of rules and ethics. Uh, <laughs> it's the... Wait, Megan, what did you just say? Uh, energy for, you said it like a venue right. for energy. Sorry, no, 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 that, that, that's exactly what I was saying. I was saying that like um, looking at like uh, outlets for some of this chaotic energy to go, right? Um, which is mm-hmm. also kind of, kind of brings it back to what Julia was saying about like figuring out what the rules are. I feel like that's also kind of like a part of this Neptune square that I'm personally feeling where it made me get involved with ed- ethics and astrology. So like the organization that I'm, I'm currently involved with right now is called the International Association of Ethics and Astrology, IAEA, and it's a grassroots organization that was started back in uh, July of 2020 as sort of a response to wanting to promote uh, best practices and ethical behavior within the field of astrology. And I think that because like why this organization is needed so now, um, right now is because things do feel kind of up in the air when we talk about like the field of astrology, like it's um, there's a lot of different like methods and techniques and practices, but there, but because it's such a vast field, it kind of leaves room for like an anything goes kind of situation right now. And as a result of that, 
you know, we've been seeing things where there's been like, you know, plagiarism and uh, inappropriate behavior and, you know, um, cultural insensitivity and, you know, discrimination and things of that nature. And so, um, you know, people who, uh, you know, unfortunately getting scammed, you know, um, and things like that. So we, we kind of got together. So there's about 12 on, on, on the board right now. Um, and we're hoping to grow the organization out to like a full kind of like full blown like membership kind of situation. Um, but as of right now, we have like videos up on our website, um, which people can go to, which is ethicalastrologers.org to kind of basically watch um, different astrologers talking about like how to go about practicing astrology ethically. So right now, the majority of the videos that are up there have a lot to do with um, educating other astrologers on like how to practice astrology ethically. So like, for example, we have a video up there by um, from Samuel F. Reynolds um, talking about confidentiality and like keeping rec record keeping and things like that. Um, there's another one up there by Chris Marmalejo about uh, the issue of ethnocentrism, you know, uh, within astrology. So there's a lot of different things that we're doing. So yeah, so this idea that everything feels so like nebulous and all over the place and like trying to figure out like how do we kind of um, create some structure within the field is definitely a big thing that we're doing in terms of like the ethics piece. Well, as someone who does stand up the most unregulated some might say art form um i have to say thank you for doing this because i think we can see like through like the me too movement and a bunch of other just like incidents that we've seen in the public regarding stand-up comedians how out of control things get when there isn't anyone checking and there isn't anyone verifying people and telling people what's normal and what's safe like I think yeah I think it can breed like just a very it without without that without a core to like tell us what's good and what's bad um it can breed a very unsafe situation for certain types of people right yeah well well and I think establishing ethics is such a better way um than saying like, here's what you can and can't do or something. I feel like people want, people kind of want that, but that's also not like, but they, they want that so they can go, well, I didn't do this. So you can't call it this. And so they can like get away with things because if you make something be a rule, then you either are following the rule or you're not. But if you are teaching a way of, of considering clients, of considering the role that you have, of considering how your influence and opinions and how it is astrology is something that is kind of opinion based in a lot of ways and it is this kind of gray area of those sorts of things where if you aren't taking your role as someone counseling someone uh seriously then you can do real damage and i think that we're at a point in the world in a lot of places where people really um are just hesitant to take any responsibility for the damage they cause because they feel like they are not in some kind of position of power. Um, I'm thinking same, same thing of like a Joe Rogan or whatever, who's like, I'm just a guy talking. And it's like, at what point does something like that become, you know, I think astrology is a similar place where things are growing and people are having big influence um, in a quick way. And you would, it's easy to say, Oh, I'm just a person talking. 
But at the same time, someone's listening to you different because you're not just a person talking. You are someone who has said, I have this Mm -hmm. role. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. I think that um, one of the things that, you know, in in the work that we're doing with IAEA is that we want to make sure that we're not like playing the role of like cops, (laughs) you know, um, in Mm -hmm. terms of like trying to like um, come after people or, you know, you know, policing people to, you know, about like how they practice astrology, but more so to say like here is, like you said, Julie, like here's a, uh, like a, a, a helpful way to do it. And here's how you can like make sure that you're not doing any harm while you're doing this work. Um, and here's like a list of ways in which we are striving not to do harm. And if you also want to not do any harm, this is what you can do too. So this is this is typically like, and we have like a whole like ethics guidelines that we've like sat and like really like worked on and which people can actually find on the website too if they go and visit. So yeah, what we, what we want to do is try to like encourage people and educate people to say like, this is, um, you know, like the, the best practice or like the standard that we want to uphold. Because the other thing too is that one of the things that, um, also made me want to join the organization is that I think that, you know, with astrology getting, you know, growing, it's also undergoing a lot of scrutiny now, right. From the skeptics mm-hmm. and, you know, people who consider it to be a pseudoscience and, you know, all of that stuff, the haters, the haters are out. And I think, you know, it's also important to kind of say that like, um, to some degree, we're kind of, you know, trying to represent, you know, this field as mm-hmm. best as we can, even if, you know, even if it's something like lighthearted or, you know, something that's not like so serious or whatever, to still say that like, well, you know, we still want to make sure that people um, feel safe, you know, in terms of, in terms yes. of what we're doing. I think mm-hmm. now the, the not, not skepticism, I think now the thing, especially why ethics are important right now, is because with astrology's popularity, the people that stand to be hurt most are not like the practitioners of astrology necessarily. They are the people who followed astrology and put their trust in it and, and, and heard you. And now we have a public forum that's never been more able to tell you like, I don't know what, did this work or not? And so there's people who are wanting to, I think, say like I trusted you and I shouldn't have like whereas mm-hmm. I feel like we we know how to kind of deal with skepticism because you just go like oh well you're a hater and you don't this isn't for you anyways but how, how do we make sure that people are getting what they need for like people are actually listening to astrology now so we have to be extra right. careful because right. they're t- they are going to take it seriously so you do have to have rules when you take it seriously before it could be a kind of thing that you went to a you know which shop for where it was already kind of protected in its in its space and in your um sacrifice that you had to to, to right. give to like participate because you weren't accepted culturally because they'd be like oh you're an astrologer that's not a real thing like go off in a corner and you'd be like okay fine but now everybody's <laughs> like I know my SMR let's talk about astrology so you're like oh, okay if everybody's going to talk about this we have to make sure there are mm. <laughs> rules I want to ask and you don't have to answer this because I don't know if it's unfair to ask but what are the most like flagrant 
violations that yeah. you're seeing that you're like I also have this question written down Lisa so right? I'm like curious my I was too scared especially in the world of like <laughs> TikTok sometimes right. when I'm on it oh. I'm like oh I like hate the way you do this mm-hmm. um but I don't you know I like I'm not a comment on the video type of hater I'm just a silent suffer in silence type of hater I'm not <laughs> sure which is worse but anything that comes to mind immediately <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's a good question. Well, there, there's a couple of things. I think one of the thing, one of the issues is like uh, citing other astrologers, right? So, one one of the the problems, and but also I think sometimes the the plus of astrology is that because there are a lot of overlapping, um, you know, techniques techniques and schools of thought. Um, it's it's hard for I think especially like an up-and-coming astrologer to talk about things that haven't already been kind of said in some way like it takes a while I think to kind of find your voice or to kind of find your niche in this field and um, I think one of the things is that sometimes you get a situation where people kind of pass off certain ideas as their own um, that that that's kind of problematic uh, another thing tends to be some of the infighting going on within the astrology community about whose astrology is better, you know, those kinds of things. Um, oh, I love to lurk. I love to lurk on that stuff. <laughs> I'm, I, I am a silent witness there. I'm just like, wow, they are really going at it on Twitter is just a place for just all types of shit to go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, a lot of, you know, Twitter beefs and, you know, social media wars and things like that. Um, I think the other piece of it is also the issue around like, uh, like kind of like God complex, I think, you know, where you have people who have a certain amount of information, or maybe they have a certain amount of followers, you know, on social media, things like that. And they can be like quite, you know, I don't know, mean spirited, you know, um, or, do or me, kind of me. which is that do me. Like like the doom doom astrology, like this is gonna happen and you're fucked. Like right, like, oh, right, okay. Right. Doom astrology, talking about certain things. Um, like for example, you know, like when like celebrities pass away or there's like a really like a really um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a really tragic event, you know, there's what a rush to put up the charts about and talk about it without really giving a thought about the people who might have actually been affected, you know, by those kinds of things. Um, I think that, yeah, like in terms of the humility piece, acting as if, you know, we're all knowing (laughs) and that the client or the person, you know, that you're giving counsel to isn't a sentient being as well is, you know, gets, gets kind of problematic too. Um, there, there, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff I think within the field that needs to be kind of talked about and addressed. I think the other piece is also to, um, I was talking a little bit about, uh, you know, cultural, you know, diversity and also insensitivity and things like that. Like those are also things that needs to be addressed. So yeah, there, there's quite a bit of things going on that we're trying to talk about and, and kind of educate people on now. Yeah. I get really sad. Um, when a friend or a listener is like, well, it's Mercury retrograde. So I'm going to go hide in a hole and it's, it's, or just those kind of, um, 
those like prescriptive sort of things. Well, you have a Mercury Capricorn, so you're never going to emotionally connect to like those like overarching things, especially since we do have more folks who are, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you want to like read your friends. Also consent, I'm sure is something we've talked about too. Like maybe ask someone if you want to have a conversation about their chart. We as three as, as a podcast have consented to record us you know, having some fun, a bit of shit talking, a bit of praising, but it's all, but it's not someone's chart reading, right? Like mm-hmm, when we say, mm-hmm. well, who, who, we got to stay away from the Aquarians because they've been really on a tear right now, but well, let's say Pi- the sweet Pisces, because <laughs> we're in Pisces season, they won't be mad at us. Like when we're saying, oh, Pisces all wear ugly boots. I mean, who is that really? And I don't even think we would say anything that dumb, but you know, like it, right. it's, it's so general. Right. And I do think I like to remind folks, especially in the comments, we're having fun over here. We're not reading your fucking chart, but if you are reading someone's one-on-one chart to prescribe them, like this is the life you're going to have when it's like the future is not finite and many things can change. And just because you have a transit going through the, the 12th house doesn't mean you're going to prison. <laughs> right. 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 Like, or right, you're, right. It's like, it's so one-to-one and not leaving room for that gray, which I know like then people go, oh, so it's either going to be that or that. And yeah, I think astrology does take us down which road A and road B and maybe even road C, D and E, but never in that. So that's it. That's life. Check out. Right. Bye. Yeah. And I think I think one of the best examples of that recently, um, I don't know if you guys have saw this on, on social media, but there was an article that came out uh, from Stylecaster and it was like, these are the four signs or the three signs that are getting fired this year. Oh no. Oh, my God. Did, you, did you see <laughs> who, who was it? <laughs> see, this is the horror. This is where it goes. I can, but who, who I would uh, guess it was, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> and it was, it wow. was, you know, it, of course the title was very clickbaity. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess it was to talk about like how, um, you know, certain signs were going to be making some big career changes, you know, this year, but to kind of put that out, that in itself was very unethical because, you know, people right now, everybody is on edge, you know, it's safe to say that everyone is literally on edge at this point, given, you know, how, uh, you know, intense things have been over the past two years. And then you throw that, you use astrology, you know, and throw that into the mix. It's just kind of like, how is this helpful? you know, um, to anyone whatsoever. So, you know, the, these kinds of things are not only just in terms of like practitioners practitioners themselves, but also like how media, the media covers astrology yes. is also something uh, that, that we're also trying to uh, educate people on too. Um, mm. Like for me, you know, I work, I, I work, you know, I do horoscopes for Bustle, for example. Um, and I just spoke to my editor there and, and, and told her about, you know, what we're doing and gave her some information so that we can kind of avoid falling into that as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, you mean this headline, think- pack up, pack up your desk. These are this, I can't believe the, the, yeah. the headline. Yeah. Yeah. Because, is- yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like saying, I think this is the same thing of like, um, you know, ethics in medicine versus like a quote unquote wellness space, where if someone were to say like, these are the, like, these are the five signs that are having heart attacks this year or something like that, where it's like, you can't, you can't, or it's like people in these five States are all going to have extraordinary high blood pressure. Doctors would be like, you can't say that you can't put that on someone because it's so individual. That's not how 
that's not how medicine works, but the fact that we've also let people kind of like say their own thoughts, have fun talking about uh, like, I don't know, home remedies or whatever. Like when you, when you mix the fun, then people get confused. What's the fun stuff and what's the other one? And you can't, even if it's in fun, you can't put on someone like actual something that's going to for sure happen to them or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. that's confusing. I in, mixed a lot of those, but. And the principles of counseling, it says autonomy is like the number one, which they define as respecting the client's free will. And I think that that's super important in, at least in natal chart readings, you can tell someone their aptitude for something you can tell someone, but you can also tell that by when they talk to you. And if they're smiling about like talking about Mm -hmm. something, you know what I mean? I can tell you're excited about that thing. Maybe you want to follow that. Like, I, I feel like with like free will, I mean, we're never going to tell people what they have to do or what, you know what I mean? It's, this is what you have the capacity for. And I just, I think that when we operate in those more absolutes and these are the signs they're going to get fired this year, or that you, since you have this placement in the 10th house, like you have to be a fashion designer or whatever it's, that's what discredits the entire practice for everyone. Mm -hmm. So it is like one of those things to be so mindful of. Yeah, as a matter of fact, and I'm, I'm glad you, um, Lisa, had brought up uh, the, the the guidelines here because we actually like so in on for IAEA, we have guidelines as well on the website. And actually, like one of the the guidelines is that uh, I use language that neither creates false hopes nor speaks in absolutes, and I affirm that every astrological configuration can manifest in a variety of ways. Right. So we kind of we leave room for interpretation. We leave room for um, personal experience. Right. Lived experience. Right. So we don't like infer and say like, oh, you have a moon Pluto conjunction. That means your mom hated you. You know, like we don't see <laughs> You know, we, we're, you know, we're careful to say those kinds of things because, you know, you can end up really scarring people. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, I mean, that's just, that's just a rough way to fucking say that to like to just <laughs> any, any person to, or I, I mean, cause I, I did, I did the first year program at Portland school of astrology and we did have an ethics portion, which I think, yeah, if you're into astrology, you got to learn how, if you plan to do counseling astrology or just, or writing or any type of astrology, you should learn how to appropriately talk with people. And something that I don't know if everybody does this, but something that I really take into heart is when you're, when you are playing with your friends with astrology, maybe it's just fun at the bar, or if you're actually practicing astrologer or whatever healer person of just going, does this resonate with you? Like, are these the things that you're into? Does this can, please tell me if these things don't connect because guess what? You got a big old chart. We can look at so like, we'll let's like, let's go somewhere else. I remember someone in my class in my cohort had this 10th house, speaking of the 10th house, had this 10th house stellium and we, it was part of our ethics lecture. And it was like, so what would you, most of you, you know, say to this Gemini, it's like all Gemini, everything, all 10th house thing. It's like, well, you should be a public speaker. You should be president. You should be out, you know, hitting the town. You should be seen. And they were the most introverted person on earth and sorry i'm vaguely trying to use their info in an ethical way right because that's another part of it is like don't drop someone's name birth time and who they are and it's like okay well maybe their ideas are seen versus them physically i don't like it's gemini right Mm -hmm. so i think i think again 
we're just hammering home for, for our, all the kiddos listening. Like those absolutes are harmful. They can be dangerous. They can make people feel bad. Like, Oh, I'm not extroverted. So like, what's wrong with me? I'm not living up to my chart's potential. Like what, whatever, like whatever the hell, but how do we like, incur, like, how do we nurse that 10th house stellium though? Like, what is that? What is that? Need, like, what does that need for you? So I, I do think that um, just echoing in that 10th house thing of that, like, oh, you must do this because the charts, I mean, if that was true, wouldn't we all just be doing exactly what the literal <laughs> chart said right, and life would right. be yes. an instruction manual? Like, here you go. It's simple as that astrology 101. I do think that, I mean, there is a way if, if it is that Pluto moon conjunction thing, and it's like, you just say, how's your relationship with your mom? You don't have to say, <laughs> oh, your mom was me. Damn. You put, your, <laughs> right. put your like thing on it, you know, let them mm. tell you like, I have this or I have on that. It. You, you don't have to be prescriptive to get that out of somebody. They can also just say, I don't want to talk about that. It is like, right. A, a yeah. That communication mm-hmm. style. No, that, that I think that's an excellent point because that's also, you know, things that we've spoken about in terms of like counseling folks and, you know, being mindful of like walking the client into landmines that they're not ready for, or they don't want to go into, you know, and that definitely like asking questions, I think is a big thing. I find that like in my own practice and working with clients, a lot of the things that I do is I will say, you know, does that resonate? You know, and sometimes they'll be like, no. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, well then let's look at it a different way. Um, and I think, you know, as an astrologer, you have to be okay with kind of putting your ego to the side to recognize again, you know, that ultimately what our job is to do is to help people, you know, uh, kind of see some things that they may not be able to see uh, within themselves. But at the end of the day, they're like, they have the final say as to what they do with it. You know? Well, it makes me think of the way that you take astrology seriously, because I think that's a thing that, you know, we're all always thinking about or whatever is to like have these practices. So you don't feel the need to say these wild absolute statements. Cause I think sometimes people just want to sound important and sound that they know, sound like they know what they're talking about and that astrology has use and they want to kind of, and there's an instinct that makes you feel that, oh, I need to speak with certainty and, and don't question my thoughts on this or whatever. Like it can only be these one things, but instead, if we have a, a practice of best behaviors, then you can know, oh, if that didn't resonate, okay, let's look at it a different way. And you know that you aren't like being a fraud to them either. I know that's something that I have felt in, in astrology readings where it's not, it's not that I am lying or saying something or whatever, but it's like that you have to kind of ask those questions and get feedback too. That makes you feel like, Hey, I'm supposed to be the, someone's paying for this. I'm supposed to be the expert. Why am I like, you know, doing that? But if that, if you know that that's actually the best way to do astrology, then you go, Oh, okay all right, cool. I'm never going to speak in absolutes because I don't have to. That's not the best way to practice astrology. The best way is to be checking in and, and getting consent and, and going along with them, asking questions, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that another, another thing that is that, you know, that can be a form of ethical practice is also like managing the client's expectations, you know, and making sure that they're, coming to you with realistic expectations of what you can do for them right yeah. and that 
they're not there that their their expectation is not looking at you as being an all-knowing you know kind of like guru but essentially like I said like a guide you know for them to help them to like discover a part of themselves through this this like ancient language pretty much I, I also think part of our job and uh, you know forgive me if I fell short I'm sure I have on a lot of readings but is to provide active solutions too. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no doctor you go to, not that we're doctors by any means, but like, there's no person that you go, even a masseuse or anything that you go to where they're not like, yeah, could you also rotate that shoulder a few times a day? Like just that it's tight right there. You need to like work on, and, and not that we always have the answers, but it's like, here are some resources. Let's, let's figure out a way to share things so that people don't just use this to say, well, I'm like this and I use it as an excuse. Like let's, let's make solutions happen. I don't know if that falls into ethics necessarily, but I don't know. No, I think that, that it, it can definitely be ethical in terms of like offering a client like options, right? Like I, I usually like when, when, when folks come to me, one of the things that I like to do is to kind of talk to them about like what their goals are or what their plans are and then offer some suggestions on how they can get there. But I also make it clear to them that at the end of the day, what you decide to do, like, I'm just giving you options and I can show you like, this is what you can do. And this is the time when you can do it. And this is when you might wanna like chill or hang back. But I also kind of trust them to make the best choices because they may not listen to me. You know, I've actually, yeah. <laughs> what's funny is I've actually had clients who were like, yeah, I didn't do that. And I was like, okay, like, I get it. Like maybe you couldn't, maybe you didn't want to, you know, that maybe you did the why. opposite, maybe you did the opposite, <laughs> you know, and, and as a, as an astrologer, like, I can't, I can't fault them for that because like, I'm not here to like parent them or be like, you must do everything that I tell you to do. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Something well, I, Something I was gonna I say like it's the same as when you ignore a doctor too. <laughs> when you, right. Yeah. The doctor just tells you, hey, like, don't eat this or yeah. go, go do this You're thing. Like, yeah. And you still can go like, ah, I just I'd rather not. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. But you still have ethics. You still have to practice the same way. What a, your job is just to translate the information, you know. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I think too, something I like to remind people when I'm talking to them about their natal chart or things that hit or don't hit is this is your natal chart for life. This was like baby you. This is like today year old you. This is like the future. Like you don't have to run out and do everything an astrologer tells you to do like that day. Like go, go do it right now. It's just things to reflect. I guess that reminder that it's a reflection too. It's like things to meet, like meditate on. And it's, I guess it just comes, keeps coming back to that prescriptive thing. And another thing I liked in the, in the ethics code, which also, by the way, we'll have links and every, everyone read this as a practitioner, as a, astro if you're listening to this, you're, you're in. So just like click the link and check it out. Cause it's, it's really, and maybe I'm nagging here. It's not that hard. Like these things too. They're like, it's like, and not to undermine, it's just like, right. Like these are the basic things that, that folks should do of like, do no harm quote, you know, references, uh, that not of these absolutes, but also the one I like to is like, uh, recommend other people, you know, like, don't mm -hmm. be, mm -hmm. don't be so greedy. Like the more there's room, truly room for all of us. And, and yeah, like someone might not want your style of pop 
like us a little more poppin modern western you know bitches over here but maybe they want something a little more tradition traditional or um from a different cultural or style or you know what have you. i mean there's just so much out there so don't you know you might not be for everybody and that's okay that's okay too yeah. I keep having to stop myself from saying that we are just like doctors, but we are just like doctors. I mean, you go to a specialist, you go to a specific doctor for like what you need. You don't expect one to be able to do all of the things. And another doctor isn't like, oh, don't go to the dentist. <laughs> I want all the, I want to, I want to fix all your parts. Actually in this healthcare system, they're like, you can't go to the dentist. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're not they're legally like, allowed to go to the dentist. <laughs> until your head's falling off <laughs> but you get what I mean. yeah yeah well it's yeah, advising no. you're an advisor that they just happen to be phd medical advisors i mean in california i don't know how it is in new york mecca but wellness coaches are very unregulated in california beyond beyond astrology just coaches because i think in california i think in other states you have to get b licensed but in california is very loose on coaches which no shade to the coaches out there we have a lot that listen but man i've i've seen some coaches websites where i'm like this is deranged but okay <laughs> <laughs> well um you know that's a good question i'm not i'm not exactly sure how new york new york state regulates uh like wellness coaching but i do know that like for example if you are a practicing astrologer and you start going into anything that is like psychology or therapy based mm -hmm. like you have to um like be explicit in like what your training is like you have to say like well i'm licensed in this or i'm trained in that um like you you have to be very very careful of yeah you have to be very careful when it comes to that kind of thing because definitely in, in new york state and as i'm sure in california you if you are a therapist you have to have you know or a social worker or anything like that you have had to take an exam and hours and hours of training in school for that and that that is a big deal for sure once again we are just pod mere podcaster no. astrology astrology bimbos not finance and not financial advisors either because that's i think another one you know it's come up that yeah up. yeah you know, we, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen with crypto. A lot of astrologers think they do, don't they folks? But, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, and I think, you know, I think that there's something to say about, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't yes. know. Uh, I love, I don't that, know. Yes. that I feel like that's such a, a, like one of the, one of the best things um, a person can do because, you know, especially like, in practicing astrology, there's so many different branches, right? Like you do have financial astrology, you have medical astrology, you have horary, we have traditional, like there's all of these different branches and methods and it, it's impossible to do it all. Like I, I, I know that there's certain branches of astrology I don't want any parts of because I'm just like, no, nope, <laughs> it, it's, it's over my head. I don't get it. I can't, mm. I will never get it. And I'm cool with staying in my lane you know um so it's it's yeah i think it's it's also helpful to you know to to your point stevie when you're talking about like referring people out like that's another thing that we encourage um you know through iea is like if you can't do something or if you don't know something it's 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 better to refer someone to who can rather than like uh giving someone like faulty information or you know just kind of 
risking your reputation or or things of that nature you know well because then they're gonna blame astrology when in like when it's like yeah it's the purpose but it's not because that it's because there's all kinds of astrologies and instead of saying you should go to someone again like taking astrology seriously by knowing limitations and knowing what's like what you're good at and what you're not uh you're like oh no I could do I could I could I mean it's all the same it's all the same chart which is like a thing I would for sure say but also not no one's coming to me for any kind of you know I'm not you know uh (laughs) I think something like yeah I think something you said on our our OG episode with you Mecca and everyone you know tune in and, and and search Mecca's name for for our podcast and listen to that episode too while you're here but I just remember, I think we asked, you know, we're just, we're just, we're just goofing around. We're asking cues. And I, I think I asked like uh, something about like asteroids or something like, you know, in the weeds, kind of like bonus content, astrology stuff. And I just remember you're like, hey, have you know, the planets <laughs> like, and, and the houses and the aspects, like that's the stuff. Then you're like doing astrology. And I just remember like that, like really just kind of affirming thing too, of like, I've had people come to me and go like, Hey, this like thing I've never heard of, you know, like this, like deep, deep, like asteroid hypothetical point. I've never just heard just being like, Oh, actually, yeah. Deep cut shit where I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what the hell that thing is. It's some, I'm always like, it's just like, how do you know? (laughs) (laughs) But I think, because I think there is this idea of like, it, it's, it can be as simple, right, as just the core planets and the core things that you can work with. But people do want to like, that's what we do here. It's just like we get into the weeds and, and find all that fun bonus stuff. But also like, yeah, I'm not the expert on it. And maybe there is, I don't know who's the expert on, you know, the asteroid dog bone, but, you know, maybe someone out there will help you because dog bone is directly on your, on your Venus. So good. I, I don't know. <laughs> I am the expert in dog bone for sure. You can hit me up for all of your questions. All your dog bone bone. part. Um, But the I don't know power. I don't know power of sticking to the the dog bone transit. This dog has a bone and I can't wait to tell you about it. I think that um, it's also like part of that, the symptom, or I guess like the, the disease of the symptom is that people know that astrology like when people like learn about their moon sign like regular like interested people they're like oh there's so much more than I realize so then they think that someone like us knows everything Mm, you know mm. what I mean because they're like oh I didn't know there was like I didn't know there were asteroids I didn't know there was like mercury signs or whatever then they're like people who are astrologers know all of it and it's like no we we know the majority of the thing that interests us the most (laughs) right yeah yeah I definitely think that like the things that you shine at as an astrologer is usually the things that you like are most obsessive about because and it usually starts with like trying to figure it out in your own chart you know and then you're like kind of like deep going down the rabbit hole trying to figure out like what 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 you know does this make sense and like you know like you know people will ask me about certain things like um I'm trying to remember the last thing someone asked me something about uh well I've had someone ask me about um asteroids before and I've also had someone uh ask me about certain like degrees and whether or not those degrees like translate into like 
they wanted to know specifically if the degrees that they had certain planets trend like correlated to the fact that they like dark like 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 dark entertainment and I had to be like I don't know about that but I do know that you have Venus in the eighth house so that's probably it yeah <laughs> it's simpler than that right right so because you know sometimes too like what I noticed is that like the more you start to learn astrology and I just say this like I remember when I first started out before I even became an astrologer and just scouring the internet for everything that I could possibly find uh about certain things and then you know you start looking for every little single like aspect and this and that and that trying to like especially I noticed that happens a lot with uh like uh synastry you know, trying to fit like this person's, you know, Lilith is conjunct my, you know, Venus and, you know, like all of like, you're just trying to look for every single like link between, you know, your chart and someone else's uh, to try to create the story. So yeah, it, it's, it's interesting to see kind of like how, like we can sometimes get ahead of ourselves with that. Oh, or searching the names. Have you guys done that with the asteroids? No, there's like, there's like basically uh like an there's like an a billion of, there's like billion of them right mm -hmm. like and they've all been like there's one the closest one to my name is the asteroid stevie wonder <laughs> so like i'll <laughs> i'll check like where stevie wonder is in people's chart and i've checked like my fiance's name's pablo so i'm like i've looked up the asteroid pablo i mean this is again just fun bonus whatever right, right but like right. yeah you can get really granular of like there are these names i don't i just someone showed me that once because you can type it at least in the astro.com you can manually type in the name and then click and be like oh wow like it's in my seventh house of course like or whatever whatever the right, fuck right. It is but also like who cares <laughs> but it's, it's, it's who cares it's, it's just it's just for fun but anyone who wants if you're ever for all our fans dicking around on astro.com you can go but type in a name it will it will come there's probably something or there's something like very close to it and you can go okay, okay this is close enough but don't oh. type dog bone because that's my specialty. <laughs> and I am the premier one and only dog bone astrology person. And if you come for me, I will come for you back. <laughs> oh my god. Off the leash. You know I'm looking this up now. If if there is a dog bone. There is and a dog bone. I bet there is. Well, there or is maybe or maybe a fixed star. Yes. <laughs> there Absolutely. is there's the fixed star dog bone. <laughs> there is one that looks like a dog bone it was just actually photographed in the end of 2021 it but it's called uh cleopatra with a k also this was from just to be clear and ethical this was from one second of googling so just do take with that what you will like but i see i see enough and i see pics so dog bone dog bone asteroid its moons whoa okay i'm i'm writing this down i'll i'll, po I'll post the pic but she's gorgeous Oh, is there any other, I guess, like, I mean, obviously go to the website. I'm like, are we going to get a, like a, a five commandments or are we going to get, I'm look at me already trying to <laughs> inf impose Christianity on this. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, can we, I'm, you know, I mean those five of, commandments. <laughs> yes. No, I mean more of like, a, is there one we can say as like a parting, like, or like a do no harm. Can we have like a code? that's a better way of saying is there can right. we have an astrologer overall code that's like do no harm take no shit or whatever, whatever. <laughs> like a one yeah. like one line phrase yes like just a, a short like a an encapsulation mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, well, if, if people wanted to go to the, um, the IAE, a website, they can get like a list of 15 uh, different guidelines that we use, but um, pretty much the, the first one is I strive to be of benefit and to do no harm to all with whom I interact. Wonderful. So that, that, that pretty much kind of like sums it, sums it up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yay. Well, I hope, you know, all, all the Astro heads and for just also, cause if you get a chart reading, you know, which I hope everyone does and hopes uh, y'all are going and supporting and paying uh, astrologers or, you know, for newer astrologers who might have more intro rates and things, you just never know. Um, obviously compensate fairly, but you should feel, um, and it may be, correct me if I'm wrong, you should feel, you shouldn't feel worse leaving a reading, I guess is what is, is the overall thing. I don't think it has to blow smoke and make you feel like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm, watch out world. I have a fucking like Libra Venus. So fuck off. <laughs> like, but also <laughs> it shouldn't, you shouldn't feel depleted. And I think those, those ethic guidelines are something to, to think about before you go into a reading or for people who want to practice it, it works for everybody. Yeah. I also got this straight from the counseling people, which it's positive psychology, positive psychology.com. But they talk about self-respect. And I think that's something that definitely goes into ethics is like, you don't let your client treat you a certain way either. You don't let them, there are boundaries. There are certain things. We've definitely mm -hmm. had people like come to us with problems that we certainly can't solve. And it's like having oh, yeah. resources, <laughs> finding boundaries. It is important to be like, hey, I can't always... I can't be your lifeline either. It's mm -hmm. like, you have, you have mm -hmm. to figure out your life stuff too. So I think that's an important thing to remember too. If you are giving readings, you don't always have to let someone, you know, you don't have to let them talk about a thing that triggers you or all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's a, a important and valid point to raise because it makes me think about uh, a client I had a while back that I had to establish some, some boundaries with because they were just constantly emailing me stuff. Um, like they would go online and look at the most fear-mongering things that they could find and then come back to me and be like, is this going to happen to me? And I had to be like, I don't know if astrology is healthy for you right now. <laughs> like, this Ooh. this is not a good this this is not what astrology is supposed to do it's not supposed to scare you and make you feel like at any moment you know the the sky is going to come falling down on you and I said you know it might be helpful for you to connect with the therapist and and perhaps maybe give astrology a bit of a break um and and that was kind of like my way of being like you know like this 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 relationship uh isn't isn't healthy for either one of us and and mm -hmm. I think you would be better served by someone else for sure. Wow. I love how you set phrase that Mecca too. It's like, yeah, maybe not Astro for you currently. Maybe you can come back. Maybe later. Right. it sounds like it's what's it doing besides stirring Getting, you up. Right. And triggering anxiety and stuff like that for you. I was like, this is, this is not a healthy use of your time. There's also a ton of resources too. I mean, there are places you can call text. Um, if you're, if you're feeling in trouble, if you're feeling like if there is someone in your life that is, you know, putting you in danger, there are resources. So, um, 
those are useful and we are not those people unfortunately like i would love to help every single person i could but it's not feasible and i'm not trained to, to do that yeah yeah and i think yeah. i think i think that's saturn right like when i think about saturn um in in connection to ethics and roles i think saturn also pushes us to respect our own limitations, right? Um, and also to draw boundaries where, where needed and saying like, you know, this, you should not pass, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like you, you cannot, you know, like, no, you know, do not pass, go. Um, and I think that that, yeah, definitely as, as, a, as a practitioner, there is necessary, um, there are ways and, and, and regulations like to keep yourself safe, you know, and definitely, um, with the organization i we're also talking about that too like how to how to enforce and employ boundaries between yourself you know and a client too so yeah oh i just remembered i watched that grief the grief video too with uh was that person named moon <laughs> if i'm if i'm not mistaken oh okay, yes, videos, yes. yeah on your website too just grief like i just don't know what people are going through too like you know, you might look at it and be like, oh, it's going to be all about work, but it's like, they might have just like are dealing with death. So like there's some heavy shit that you might not be ready to dive into. Yeah. Or even just thinking of like, you might not be ready for astrology. I feel like a lot of people have felt that way with like the news cycle, right? Like mm -hmm. astrology can kind of translate into lots of stuff that might like, hey, maybe you're interested in this, but it might not be everything. Have us a moderate, a little bit of moderation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, that, yeah, the video that you were talking about with uh, Moon, Moon Zlotnik um, and Mallory Hastings was talking about like how to hold space for people, you know, when they're going through a period of grief, um, which was something that like was so on the nose for me because all last year, all of the clients, I swear to you, every client I had pretty much last year were all dealing with some level of grief of, of losing a loved one. Um, and it wasn't even in, in the thing. What was interesting about that was it that it wasn't directly COVID related, um, as one might have thought that it might have been. But me as an astrologer, I found that that like what I was doing for a lot of the people was just kind of like, yeah, holding space for them. Um, and kind of like helping them to say like, yeah, it's okay to feel these things because grief is not like a rational thing. Like you can't, it, you know, you, you and then, you know, like even with like what they say, like the five stages of grief, even that, like you don't go through one, two, three, four, five. Oh. Some days you're on five, some days you're on two, some days it's three. Um, and then you kind of, you know, cycle back around again. It doesn't go in time either. Like sometimes you feel good, sometimes you feel bad. It's just, it's hard to hammer down a lot of the time. I think that certainly um, it's a hard thing to counsel people on and astrology pairs well with both wine and therapy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well i was just thinking how nice it is and what a like you know living testament to astrology itself thinking of you you know at the beginning of this talking about your eighth house perfection year and your saturn in the seventh and now this neptune square too and how you know dealing with clients in grief and all of these things have made you i think an excellent steward of making people feel safe and making people feel um protected and making knowing what it feels like to have those uh troubling relationships or having rules crossed or boundaries crossed or anything like that and how that leads you to then go oh these are things that we need to establish for everybody 
because this is how we like flourish and grow. It's not nice to be in these things. And I, I think that that's such a beautiful use of uh, like the astrological lessons. Is that, <laughs> does that resonate? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, it, it does. And I, and I, pre- I appreciate that. And, and yeah, like I, I think right now um, I feel like I'm kind of going into the space of like being a bit of an elder um, in this field, because when I started out, it was a, over a decade ago at this point. Um, and, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. <laughs> Gen, Gen Z is on the stage now. Um, and I feel like my job is to try to usher in, you know, the new, um, I guess, like the new class, if, if you will. Um, and, and yeah, and, and trying to make this place like I said, this field as safe, but also fun too. You know, yeah. I think there's a lot of fun to be had as well. Um, I think there's a lot of community. Um, I'm thankful for the community I had coming in because I don't know if I would have been able to be an astrologer had I not had people who were like, you know, who have my back, you know? So I definitely think that like, this is something that I would like to keep going and what I'm trying to, to, to strive towards. So, yeah. We, I feel like we've talked about this before in terms of just having a party is you need to know what, what are we wearing? Don't break, you know, don't break the table. Like there's free champagne over here and let's have a good time. Like here is the, here's the structure for the event. There's food coming. So don't worry, like someone's running, you know, like you need the party planner. And I think that does correlate with, with astrology as well. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that we got to talk about all this stuff today too. Cause I think it's, just like, oh, like maybe you've thought about your moon sign a million times or like, yeah, ethics, I get it. But it's always good to come back and refresh and check check in on this stuff because, you know, shit, time goes on. And we look up and it's been three years later and it's like, oh, fuck, I should probably check in with myself and and others about how how I'm moving through this world. Astrology taking itself into its own hands too have also i mean we're seeing all of these kinds of things that we're like we how are we any different than any other group right either where right. it's like we need these if we're seeing this if our job is to be the people that see the patterns and recognize these things then of course we also have to know that we need to give ourselves these kinds of ethics if we want if we want astrology to to persist like you said i hadn't thought about it as that of like being a thing that you you know can how do we preserve it so we can teach it to people and have, keep it going and, and have people uh, integrated into their lives? Yeah, I think, too, it's about knowing when people are new. And like, it's something I do. We, you know, we had a huge event at my work and a couple of people from other bars came to bartend. And I was like, hey, what do you not know where it is? Like, what, what, can, what can I help you find? I know that you've never been back here before, but it's like pretending that like, well, you're a bartender. You're just gonna have to figure it out. Cause you're like a good bartender. Like that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help them. Like, no, it's just going to make me have to work twice as hard. So it's like, when you know, someone's new, you don't ice them out. You say, Hey, this is kind of how we do things. Just so you know, this person doesn't like it. If you're at a party, this person doesn't like it. If you mess up their bathroom, be really careful in there, whatever. Like you got to try to like, it's welcoming in instead of like pushing people out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that that's that that's what I would like to see more of um, as I think about how, uh, you know, Saturn is currently in Aquarius and eventually Pluto is going to get there, um, you know, after 
Pluto finishes up in Capricorn. And I think we're really going to be thinking a lot about like, how, how do we get along, you know, like, how do we make it work with each other when we all come from such different, you know, like places, you know, and, you know, um, like, how do we make it work? And I think that, yeah, like you said, Julia, like astrology is no different. Um, we're, we're going through our changes and our upheavals. And, and, you know, I also think about like, you know, like when I was thinking about like talking about like, you know, some of the infighting and, you know, the bickering and things like that, I, I think that that's natural to like where we are, right? Because we have to figure out how to get on the same page and it's not uncommon to kind of be, you know, in, in conflict as we're trying to figure out like how to best work together. So my hope is that you know over the next couple of years you know as as astrology continues to change and grow that um yeah it, it can definitely be a place where we can have fun but you know there, there's a standard for like how, how we do it so that nobody gets hurt <laughs> mm-hmm. yes it's, it's so true we love um, it we need it we thank you for um, putting in the work, creating these things for us and for stepping into your uh, elder role so graciously and <laughs> warmly. <laughs> we'll have all the links and stuff, but anything, you, any like parting words of like what you want everyone to, to do? Oh, that I just went complete opposite. And now this is what you have to do right now, everyone. And it's the law. And if you don't, um, you're going to have seven years of bad luck. Uh, go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I would love for folks to, uh, to check out uh, ethicalastrologers.org. Um, see what we're up to. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethical Astrologers. And you can also find us on Facebook, IAEA. Um, we're on Instagram too as uh, Ethical Astrologers too. And we'll, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, keep, keep a lookout because we're, we're going to be putting out more content and videos and, you know, all kinds of fun stuff for people to, to take a part in and, and listen to and, and check out. So um, and if you if you want to know more about me, you can always go to my website, mylifecreated.com. Yes. Thank you, Micah, so much for joining us. Thank you always all. So lovely to listen to you and to uh, talk astro. And we hope you guys enjoyed this. Be ethical. Be <laughs> make do people no harm. feel better. Yeah, do no harm. And <laughs> don't be do an your asshole. best to make people feel better. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your